Greetings, 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 greetings. I am so glad to be with you today, my church. I'm so glad to be a uh, just just to to be able to share a word on behalf of my son in the ministry. It is a privilege to to teach the word on this special occasion. We are celebrating your anniversary. And so I am totally excited about this. Uh, being able to communicate, being able to appreciate, and being able to say thank you for your years of service. It is a, it's a great, great honor to share with with you today glory to God and so we just want to say God bless you and we love you and may you have many 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 more years of pastorate and teaching and communicating the word of God amen and amen God bless you God bless you well uh, we want to just say that if you don't know who I am, I'm Pastor Boyd Bullock of The Haven, located in Durham, North Carolina. And uh, it's, it's a privilege for us to preach the word today. And prepare yourself right now. Prepare yourself for this word. If you would don't mind, share. If you can on whatever platform, if you have the ability to share the, the, this this message, because I'm going to be teaching significant principles that will create results on the earth, create heaven in the earth. Glory to God, and we want as many people as possible to know and to hear this particular word glory to God let's go to God in prayer father we thank you right now for the results of heaven on earth we thank you for the opportunity to communicate with clarity your word so right now I ask that you would have your way I bind up every hindering spirit, every demonic force, every principality, anything that's not like you, any hindrance in any way. I bind it and stop it in the matchless name of Jesus. And I declare right now that your word will go forth unhindered in the matchless name of Jesus. And the people of God said, Amen and amen. Open your Bibles. Open your Bibles. Turn with me, if you don't mind, to the book of Matthew. We're going to start at Matthew. And what I'm teaching today is how to produce heaven in the earth. Heaven in the earth. The book of Matthew, we're going to begin reading at chapter 6. Verse 9, chapter 6, verse 9. 
Amen. And it reads, After this manner, therefore pray ye, Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our debts as we forgive those our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. What we want to lift up and put focus on is the scripture that reads in verse 10. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. A lot of times what we recognize is the believers or the body of Christ has difficulty producing heaven in the earth, not heaven on earth. There's a difference. The, 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 the text in, in, in this passage of scripture, it says heaven should be produced in the earth and we as the children of God must uh, understand what causes heaven to manifest in the earth there are principles you and I as believers can live by that will guarantee a heavenly manifestation we must understand these principles and operate within them consistently so that we can experience living under an open heaven. And on this, on this, this day, on this celebration uh, of Pastor uh, Tucker, listen, I want you to understand that's the, the role of a pastor. The role of a pastor, we have to get a working knowledge. See, if you don't have working knowledge, of how the pastor is supposed to function and what the privilege of being being pastored and 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 by the man and a woman of God you cannot uh get a uh, full benefit from the relationship you 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 can't receive full benefit see the only way you can get full benefit is when there is not uh, a, a, a clear understanding. Let me say when there is a clear understanding of what I should expect from you, what I should expect from you. So, so I don't misuse or mishandle the relationship, the relationship like this. I, I remember, I remember, uh, several years ago, uh, you know, I've been pastoring for many, many, many years. And I remember, uh, the, the, the pastor uh, had a mindset that they were married to the church. And uh, for some reason that didn't sit right with me. I, I mean, that, that was what I was taught. That was how my training took place, but I didn't understand what it meant by being married to the church, especially with pastors that were of the Baptist church, because so many pastors left one church and went to another. So if they were married to the church, it seemed like they were divorcing them. 
No, but this is what the Bible says. The Bible says that Jesus is the, 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 the only person that will marry the church. That's it. And, and when I understood that, then I would, I could, I would not have an abusive relationship with the church. See, what you don't understand, you're bound to abuse. Let me say that again. What you don't understand, you are bound to, to abuse. And, and so we have to understand the role of a pastor. So I'm going to give them to you. I'm going to give it to you right now. The job of a pastor is to be an example of the blessings that come from Christ, the anointed one. Turn with me to uh, Romans, Romans chapter 15 and look at verse 29. And this is what it says. He says, I'm sure that when I come unto you, I shall come in the fullness of the blessing of the gospel of Christ. So, so, so uh, we find here in the scripture that Paul is speaking and what Paul is saying is that I'm going to show up. And when I show up, you're going to see the blessing of God all over me. You're going to see the anointing. You're going to experience the anointing because I'm showing up. Glory to God. Glory to God. You, you and I need to have a relationship with pastors that show up with a blessing, that show up with results, that live a life that gets results so that we can experience the authenticity of the results of the anointing of Christ. So, so pastors shouldn't be broke or watch this. They should, let me, let me, let me, let me uh, correct that. On their way to experiencing the blessing, they should have the right attitude about how God is going to bless them. And, and, and God uh, lets us go through some things that watch this so that we can have the right attitude inwardly. So we don't have to uh, rely on results outwardly. I'm going to teach that a little bit later. I'm going to teach that a little bit later. So the blessing should show up. Now, the blessing should always be internal before external. We'll deal with that. The next job, the job is to feed you with knowledge and understanding. In the book of Jeremiah, I'll go there. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 33, verse 15. It tells us what a pastor should do. It says in those days, I will uh, at time hear this. I will uh, uh, cause give you pastors after my own heart that will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Knowledge and understanding. So so what God says is this. I'm, I'm raising up pastors that I'm going to place in your life that's going to give you knowledge of how to get results on the earth. Do you hear what I just said? That we're going to, I'm going to give you pastors that are going to give you results so that you will understand how to get results 
on the earth. That's the job of a pastor. All right. The next job of a pastor is to teach you how heaven operates. In the book of Matthew chapter 28, the Bible says, go into all the world. And he says, and teach all nations, teach them, watch this, everything that I've taught unto you. So God wants the pastor to instruct you of how heaven operates. I believe that, 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 that the church has forgotten the true job of the pastor. They think we're supposed to come over their house and, and, and pray over the house and anoint the house. No, what we're supposed to do is teach you how to go to your own house, anoint your own house and get results in your own house. Now, would you would you prefer that I come to your house and, and pray over your house or teach you how to pray over your house whenever you need to pray over your house? See, because I can't come but once. And, and, and now that, that the, the ministry is grown and, and I've, I've been, been pastoring for a while, I can't come to everybody's house. Now that we are, we're uh, breaking the mold and teaching and pastoring those who can't even get to the church because they live in different areas and the gospel is being preached everywhere at the same time, pastors can't, can't, can't come to somewhere that, that, that in, in Texas, in in, in California, uh, uh, in, in, in other countries, in France and in Africa, we, we, you can't show up to, to pray over somebody's house. But if I can teach you how to pray over your own house, you can get results. Somebody ought to say amen. Somebody ought to say amen. So the job of the pastor is to be an example. The job of the pastor is to feed you with knowledge and understanding. The job of a pastor Amen. Is that you may be able to to hear the word of God, to, to, to hear the word of God and understand how heaven operates, how heaven operates. Listen. And then the next job of a pastor is to take responsibility for your spiritual, your spiritual welfare. Let me say that again. It is the job of the pastor to take responsibility for your spiritual welfare. Go to, go with me if you don't mind to Hebrews. To Hebrews chapter 13. Let's look at chapter at verse 17. Now I'm going to read this in the easy read version. I'm going to read this in the easy read version so we can get a clear a, a clarity of understanding what's supposed to take place. Wow. Wow. It says Obey your leaders. Be willing to do what they say. They are responsible for your spiritual welfare so that they are always watching to protect you. Obey them so that their work will give them joy, not grief. It won't help you to make it hard for them. That's that's one one passage. Now listen to this in the in the uh Passion Bible. Say obey your spiritual leaders and recognize their authority. For they keep watch over your soul without resting 
since they have to give an account to God for their work. So it will benefit you when you make their work a pleasure and not a heavy burden. So, so we're uh, pastors are supposed to be uh, responsible for what they teach you. And what, what your responsible uh, responsibility is, is to carry out the, 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 the teachings and the instructions in your personal life so that the man and woman of God don't have to feel a heavy burden when they watch you go through the sufferings of this life because you refuse to obey. You ain't saying amen because you refuse to obey. Have you ever had a child that that got became old enough? They were they were they were uh, uh, mature or they become young adults and you've been teaching them all their life. But now they're of age and they have to make decisions for themselves. And what you're doing is when you see them making the wrong decision, you say, I know I taught you better than that. I know you, I know you, you know what's right. How come you keep doing what's wrong? And then oftentimes the, you have to keep your mouth closed and just let life teach them. Well, life was not uh, 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 given to teach you. That's, that's simply the results or the last result is that you're supposed to learn from the consequences of life. What, what really you're supposed to learn from is from those who have lived the example from, in, before you and those who have been given the authority to instruct you. That's why the Bible says, honor your mother and your father that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee. That's why, because when you begin to apply the principles of a man or a woman of God, they've been instructing you, it sets you up for the blessing. And it makes the pastor smile when they see you prospering, when they see your marriage prospering, when they see your children prospering, when they see your life prospering. That's the job of a pastor. And finally, Hear this, hear this. The job of a pastor is to encourage you to do your own work in ministry and to be mature and function in the knowledge of a believer. So pastors are supposed to build you up so you can go forth and do the will of God for your work in Christ Jesus, for what God's telling you to do. Turn with me uh, to the book of Ephesians, chapter four. Come on, let's go there. Let's go there. Come on, let's go. Chapter four, and look at verse eleven. Listen, look at verse eleven, and and the Bible says, and I'm gonna I'm gonna read this in the. Uh, King James Version, then I'm going to read it in another version. It says this, I give, I gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers 
for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of God. Now listen to this in, in, in uh, the, the easy read version. Listen to this in the easy, easy read version. He says, I gave some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some shepherds and teachers. Why? 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 This is what it says. I gave them to you. Christ as these, I, Christ gave these gifts to prepare God's holy people for the work of serving to make the body of Christ stronger. Glory to God for the work must be continued until we all are joined together in what we believe and in what we know about the son of God. Our goal is to become like full grown man to look like Christ and to have all his perfection. That's what, what, what pastors are supposed to do. We're supposed to instruct you so that you can develop the work of ministry so that your life can be an example of what it looks like to be a believer. There ought to be some traits of believers. There ought to be some traits. There ought to be, there ought to be, there ought to be some traits. There, there ought to be some things that, that, that people look at uh, universally, can look at the body of Christ and discern whether or not you are a believer. Somebody ought to say amen. Somebody ought to say amen. So I want you to understand this. That's our job. That's our job to teach you until you become so mature that you produce results and that you're not tricked by the, 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 the foolery of the adversary, that you're not bamboozled by the, 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 the intoxication of, of, uh, uh, the, 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 the devil so that you're not overwhelmed by the circumstances that the devil produces in your life so that you're not tripped up so that you're not, uh, 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 knocked down by the attacks in the world. That's our job. And what I want to share with you today is I want to teach you how to get heaven in the earth. How to get heaven in the earth. Because if you know how to get heaven in the earth, you can produce the results of heaven in the earth. If the body recognizes how to produce heaven in the earth, we will have the authority of heaven in the earth. If you and I learn 
how to master walking and talking and living like Jesus did in the earth. We will never be intimidated by the forecast that we find oftentimes in the earth. So, 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 so why, why should every believer want to know how to receive heaven in the earth? Number one, number one reason, listen to this. When heaven moves, everything that is out of order is reorganized. Let me say that again. When heaven moves, everything that is out of order is reorganized. In Genesis chapter one, do you remember this? In Genesis chapter one, this is what the Bible says. It says in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And in verse two, it says this, and the earth was without form and void and darkness was upon the face of the deep. And the spirit of God moved upon the face of the earth. In other words, heaven began to move in the earth. And verse three said, and God said, let there be light. And there was light. In other words, there was dysfunction. There was, there was a, a, a disorder. But when God began to move through his word, by the spirit of God, everything began to come together and begin to become good. Glory to God. Glory to God. Listen to what verse four says. It says, and God saw the light that it was good. Hallelujah. That's what God wants. He wants to produce good things in your life. That's why every child of God should want to know how to have heaven moving in the earth. Number two, because all of our resources, all of our resources come from heaven. Go with me to, to uh, Philippians. Yeah. 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 Chapter four, verse 19. And I'm going to read this in the, the, the uh, uh, Amplified Bible. Yeah, yeah, the Amplified Bible. And it says this, my God will liberally supply, fill to the full every need according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Oh my God. So God, so, so what he's actually saying is heaven is supposed to supply all of my need. That's why I need to know how to get results on the earth because it's not our job to receive our needs from this world. It's our job to receive our needs from heaven. <whistles> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, listen, 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 listen. I, my, I just, my son uh, joined the uh, armed services. He, he, he uh, decided he wanted to join the National Guard and, and he had to go away to boot camp. 
And and when he went away to boot camp, uh, he he packed all of his things and he put them in a certain place and and he left and all he had was just the clothes he had on. They said just leave everything else behind. When he when he got to 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 the the care of the 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 armed forces, they provided everything that he would need. Uh, did you hear what I just said? He, they provided everything. They gave him the clothes he needed to wear. They provided the hat. They provided the shoes. They provided the socks. They, they provided the food that he would eat. They, everything. Everything. Some, somebody, somebody say everything. They, they provided everything. Now, now watch this. That's a natural uh, army that's the, based on America. Now, God is more than America. God's government, the kingdom of God, provides better results than the army of the Lord, of, 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 of America. They're giving him health insurance. They, they, they're, they're providing for him education. They're, they provide the weapon that he needs to fight wars. They train him on how to use the weapon. They, matter of fact, they they teach him, uh, they develop, made him so strong that he put on 10 pounds of muscle. I'm, I'm telling you, his life was altered simply by him going into boot camp and obeying what they told him to do and how they tell him to do it. And he came, he come, came back a different person. I want to tell you this. God is supposed to be able to teach us and receive, and we receive everything we need. All of our health. God says, I provided everything you're going to need forever for your health. I provide all of your food. I provide all of your clothing. I provide everything that you need. We need to learn how to receive the every one of our needs manifested in the earth. Now, 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 another reason, another reason, another reason, because we want to be able to teach our children how to get heaven in the earth. So that's one reason why I want to know. I want to be able to communicate what, what I believe, how to get results in the earth so that I'll be able to communicate that to my, to my children. Matter of fact, even to other people, the Bible tells us that we should be able to always tell somebody why we believe what we believe. We're all supposed to be able to teach somebody why we have confidence that our Savior is real and why we have confidence that whatsoever we do for Christ will last. That's what we're supposed to be able to do. In the book of Genesis chapter uh, 18, the book of Genesis, God, God was instructing us in his word. He says this in verse in chapter 18, verse 19. He says this, the reason why I'm going to be able to, to I want to teach and I'm choosing Abraham 
is because I want him to teach his children. Look at what the word says. Verse 19, chapter 18, verse 19. For I know that he will command his children, his household after him, and that they will keep the way of the Lord to do justice and judgment that the Lord may bring upon Abraham that which he have spoken. This is what he says. One of the reasons why you ought to want to, to, to learn how heaven moves is because it teaches you how to instruct your children to get the same results that you received. Hallelujah. And there's one more thing. There's one more thing. Somebody say one more thing. <laughs> one more thing. Why should we want to know how to get heaven to move in the earth? Simply because we want something good to happen in our lives. We want something good. The Bible says every good and perfect gift comes from the God, the father of lights in Psalms. Come on, go with me to Psalms 84. Let's go to Psalms 84. Glory to God. And I'm going to look at verse 11, Psalms 84. And this is what the word of God says. Psalms 84. This is what the word of God says. Watch this. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. So I want results. I want to be able to walk uprightly according to the word of God. So, so God can do some good things, can release the good things. Matter of fact, that's what God says in his word. He says, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. The way God's going to create the good things in my life is I am going to have to learn how to get heaven in the earth. That's what the prayer was. That's what the prayer was. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. That's, that's it. That's it. So, 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 what will produce heaven in the earth? What will produce it? I'm glad you asked. I want to spend the, the duration of this word teaching you how heaven operates in the earth. The first thing is this. Number one, a relationship with God produces heaven in the earth. Look at what he says. Let's go back to Matthew. Let's go back to Matthew chapter six. And let's look at verse, verse nine. This is the first thing he says this. 
After this manner, therefore, pray ye. This is how it starts. Our Father, which art in heaven. It's the first thing is, is, a, is symbolic of a relationship. You don't just call anybody Father. No, no, you don't, you don't ever just call anybody Father. With, with the, the word Father uh, 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 communicates a relationship. See, relationship is how everything that God wants to do in the earth, it comes through relationship. Good God Almighty. It comes through relationship. Think about it. Think about it. Everything that's in the earth is born out of a relationship. Everything that happens in life is born out of relationship. Let me make it clearer because I, I think you can be, it, that can be confusing. Listen to this. You wouldn't be alive if somebody didn't have a relationship. You wouldn't have done the things that you do, good or bad, without a relationship. The mystery is how God does things through relationship. Look, look at this. Look at this. Let's go there. Listen to this. God in you is the vehicle that produces heaven in the earth. Again, not just on the earth, but in the earth. Colossians. Come on. Come on, come on, come on. Colossians chapter one, verse 27. This is what it says. To whom God would make known what is the riches of his, this glory, the glory of the mystery among the Gentiles, which is Christ in you, the hope of glory. The first thing that, that I'm trying to communicate the first thing that I'm trying to communicate is if God's going to do it in the earth, you are the earth that he's trying to do it in. Somebody ought to say, praise God. Listen to what I'm saying. That's where God wants to influence. Do you know that man comes from the earth? Do you remember in Genesis chapter one that God formed us out of the dust of the earth? Genesis chapter one, chapter two. Don't you realize that G, that that in the beginning God he he mold uh, made a mold of us in His own image from the dust of the ground. What God wants to do is to do it in you, and when God wants to do something in you, He can get things through you. This listen, listen. That's what God wants to do. He wants to do it in your body. He wants to do it in you. He wants to influence you from the inside out. Go to Ezekiel. Come on. Come on. Woo. <laughs> we cooking with gas now. We cooking with gas. Go to Ezekiel. In uh, chapter 36. Chapter 36. And let's look at verse 27. This is what God's plan is from the beginning. I want to get earth, heaven in earth. 
and then I can do heaven things in the world. Listen to what he says. I will put my spirit within you and cause you to walk in my statues and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. Good God almighty. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What God is actually saying is that I want to do it in you before I'll do it through you. I'm going to do it in you. Notice, think about this. Think about this. You've heard the scripture before. He says, now unto him that is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we can ask or think according to the power that worketh what? In you. The real results of how God wants to produce heaven in the earth is God wants to do heaven in your earth. God getting into an earth suit and moving in the world is God working through you. And that happens through relationship. Glory to God. Glory to God. Listen to this. Relationship. Relationship. Listen to this. God will produce everything you need through your relationship with him. That's how he's going to do it. Go in Matthew. Come on. Let's go here. Matthew. Chapter six. We've heard the scripture several times. 33. He says this. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Whoa. Whoa. Hold on. Did you just say that? Did, did you say this? All these things. What kind of things are you going to add when I get the, the, the understanding of who you are never never listen listen to what he says seek ye first the kingdom of god and whose righteousness not my righteousness i don't need to seek my righteousness i need to understand his righteousness because when i understand his righteousness it's going to produce results within me god is after relationship on the inside that will produce the results of heaven in the earth. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, what's going to happen? Listen to what he says. Listen to what he says in your in the earth. He's going to say, I'm going to read the scripture. I'm going I'm to reach, re read the scripture. This is what it says in verse 25, and I'm going to read all of them through it. So you might as well just hang on in here. It says, take no thought saying, uh, uh, no thought for your life what ye shall eat or what ye shall drink, nor yet for your body, what ye shall put on. It's not life more than meat and the body than raiment. Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap, neither do they gather into bonds. Yet your heaven, their heavenly father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Which of you, by taking a, a, an, 
a, a thought can add one cubic unto your stature. And why take ye thought of raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow, they toll not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you that your that that Solomon in the in all his glory was not arrayed as one of these. Wherefore, if God so clothes the grass of the field, which it today is, and tomorrow is cast into the oven, and shall shall he not much more clothe you? O ye of little faith. Then it says, take no thought saying, what shall we eat? What shall we drink? With all shall we be clothed? For all these things do your, the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly father knoweth that ye have need of all these things. Now let me show you how to get these things. But seek ye first your relationship with the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added to you. How do you get heaven in the earth? It's by developing a relationship with your God. Glory, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. That's what our job is. Our job as pastors is to teach you how to get heaven to manifest in the earth. I got, I got another principle for you. Got another principle for you. If you never allow the word of God to be to transform the way you think, you never get those results. If you never allow the man of God to teach you some principles that will chance that will transform the way you think you never get heaven in the earth. The Bible says in Romans chapter 12, verse uh, uh, one and verse two, the Bible says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice holy acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service and be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that you may be able to prove what is that good acceptable and perfect will of God let thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. You can never get the will of God without transforming your mind. Okay? So what is that? What is the ultimate thing? We, I can't teach it all in one sermon. I can't teach it all. But this is what we're pastors are trying to get you to understand. This is what Pastor Tuck is trying to get the world to understand. Faith in God's ability will produce heaven in the earth. 
faith, hear this again, in God's ability will produce heaven in the earth. So, so what do you mean by that, Pastor? I'm teaching. I'm going to teach on it. The rest of this message is going to be teaching you how faith works in the earth. Turn with me to Luke chapter 17, and I'm going to look at verse 6. Now, what it, what now, now this is the 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 this is the, uh, the instructions of Jesus. And, and this is how he, he's saying we, we got to grow our faith. Listen to what he says. If ye had faith as the grain of a mustard seed, ye might say unto this sycamine tree, be thou plucked up from the root and be thou planted in the sea. And it should obey you. So in other words, he's saying, this is, this is what he's saying. The vehicle, the very thing that will transform what the earth has as a foundation is faith. Faith can move mountains. That's what it can do. So, so what do you mean? What it, that's what it can do it can move mountains somebody say that somebody open your mouth and say it so uh, go just open your mouth and say that faith can move mountains come on say that say it out of your mouth faith can move mountains one more time one more time my faith come on make it personal my faith can move mountains. Now, 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 now. So how does it work? How does it work? Listen to this. Listen to this. It works simply by this. When you function in faith, heaven moves in the earth. There was a woman with an issue of blood. Y'all know what an issue of blood is. The woman had uh, a menstrual cycle that would not stop. When her menstrual cycle didn't stop, she she spent all she had for 12 years. She spent all of it, all of her money. And, and finally, she went to every doctor, ran out of her money. But then she said, I'm going to try Jesus. She said, if I may but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made whole. Now look at the book of Mark chapter nine. Let's look, if you would, verse 22. Woo. Woo. Hallelujah. 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 Come on, come on, come on, come on. I'm sorry, not chapter, not Mark. It's going to go in Matthew. This is what Matthew says, chapter nine, verse 22. But Jesus turned about within himself and, and he saw and he said, daughter, be of good cheer. Look at what he says. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Look at what happened. She began to function in faith. Matthew chapter nine, verse 22. And what she what she had been waiting or trying to cause to happen for 12 years. It happened when she functioned in faith. 
heaven manifested in her earth when she functioned in faith. Listen to this. Listen to this. We'll close up. I'm, I'm just going to give you some principles. Faith is the strongest entity in earth that can create whatever you want to want and need. The Bible says faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. The Bible says Hebrews chapter 11, verse one. And the Bible says by it, the, the elders obtained a good report. Listen to what I'm trying to say. You can obtain anything when you can, when you can get faith on the inside. Faith is spiritual. And there is something you can use with faith that's spiritual to produce it naturally. How do you do this? You get a, a desire or a dream or something that heaven says is yours. You get a word from God and then you function according to that word and you do what God tells you to do. And then you see the results come to pass in your life. That's how you get heaven to manifest in your earth. So, so go to Genesis. Go to Genesis. I'm going to close here. Genesis chapter 22. Genesis chapter 22. Glory to God. Abraham has been waiting for a mighty long time for a son. You know, he waited for many, many, many years. God told him he was going to make him a father of many nations. He said, I will bless those that bless you and I'll curse those that curse you. And then he says this, I'll make you a blessing. But God, what he had to do was change the inward things in Abram. And then he changed his name to Abraham. And then he changed his, his character to match God. See, how do you know he changed his character to match God? Because it said in Romans, the fourth, the fourth chapter, he calleth those things that are not as though they were. He began to act and talk like God. It took time, but the will of God was done in his earth. <sighs> Glory to God. This is what it says. This is how, how we, this is how God produces his will in the earth. It, this is what he said. In, 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 in chapter 22, Abram began to function in faith that produced everlasting results. The first thing he functioned is he, when Abraham uh, uh, would do what God sent him to do. Verse, verse 23, that's for you to do it by faith. Verse three, I'm sorry. Verse three, he says, when Abraham rose up early in the morning and saddled his ass and took a two of his young men with him and Isaac, his son, and cleaved the wood for the burnt offerings and rose up and went unto the place which God told him that was faith. That was faith. When he just decided I'm going to do it, when he made a move to do it, when he bust a move, 
Faith requires you and I to do something with what God tells us to do. If we're not willing to function according to what God tells us, then we're not functioning in living faith. The Bible says faith without action or word or, or works is dead. So that is faith. Number two, when Abraham was going, uh, uh, was willing to tell others what, what, what God was going to do, it was faith. Look at verse five. He took those two young men with him. And this is when he began to communicate to them. Abraham said unto them, to the young men, abide ye here with the ass. And I will, I and the lad will go yonder and worship and come again unto you. Notice what's happening here. Notice what's happening. Notice, please, saints. Notice what's happening. At the moment he was willing to speak what he believed that God was going to do, that was faith. Watch what you say. Even when you're talking about what you're going to do. You proclaim it to receive it in the name of Jesus. Number three, when Abraham comforted his son by faith with his words, it was faith. Look, if you would, if you would, at verse seven, verse seven says this. And Isaac spake unto Abram, his father and said, my father. And he said, here I am, my son. And he said, behold, the fire and the wood. But where is the lamb for a burnt offering? Abram said, my son, God will provide himself a lamb for a burnt offering. So they both went together. So in other words, he was speaking to his son. This is what's going to happen. This is you can get your comfort. God's going to provide. I, 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 I'm not looking at a natural. He's, he's now looking through the eyes of faith. The eyes, oh, the eyes of faith, pastor? Yes. For we walk by faith and not by sight. I begin to see. You and I begin to see what God is doing by faith. The next thing. When Abraham raised his hand to kill his son, it was faith. Look at verse 10. Look at verse 10. Look at verse 10. And Abraham stretched forth his hand and took the knife to slay his son. That's faith. That's faith. In other words, the, the, he, this, guy, this son is laying here on the altar and he's allowing his father to kill him. He's he's trusting the words of his father and and the evidence of heaven on earth is about to be seen because of his faith. You got to start walking, living, talking, expressing what the word of God tells you to do, both written and verbal. When God communicates in your spirit, it is faith. And then I want you to hear this. Look at verse uh, uh, 11. When Abraham heard heaven speak, it was faith. 
Verse 11 says this. And the angel of the Lord called out uh, unto him out of heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here am I. And then the, 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 the voice of the Lord spoke to him and said, and he said, lay not thine hand upon the lad. Neither do anything unto him. For now I know that thou fearest God, seeing that thou would not withhold thy son, thine only son from me. In other words, he said, your faith was more real than your own son. Listen, I'm telling you right now, faith has the ability to produce heaven in earth. That's how we're saved. That's how, that's how we get, get results. It's by faith. So ultimately, this is what he says. This is ultimately what he says. He says, believe you. Believe you me. That if you confess the Lord Jesus, if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth, if you believe you will get, you'll be saved. And not only will you be saved, but you will have heaven. Manifest in the earth. Hear me. Hear me. Heaven will manifest in the earth when you function according to faith. You hear me? That's 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 how to produce heaven in your earth glory to God let me say this let me say this if you've been listening to this you've been hearing what I'm what I've been saying it's about time for you to give your life to Jesus come on come on amen it's about time for you to give your life to Jesus you got to just receive what God has to offer. So this is how you receive it. This is how you receive. It says this. Whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. So let me, let me, let me, let me in, in, in lead you to calling on the name of the Lord. Say this, Lord God, come on. You've never said it, or if you just want to say it again. Lord God, I'm calling on you, and I'm calling on Jesus. I want Jesus in my life right now. If that's your prayer, you just pray that prayer, from your heart, from the inside out, heaven has now moved in you in this earth. You're saved. 
you got Jesus. And anything and everything you need has now comes from heaven working in your earth. Glory to God. Follow the instructions on your screen. If you need a church home, you know you can make my church your home. The website is there, www.lovemychurch.org. Let Pastor Tuck know that you've heard this word and you're giving your life to Christ and you would like to be a part of his, his uh, online congregation. Praise God. We would love to have you and we'll be praying for you. Amen and amen. You know, on this special occasion, I want you to understand that in order for you to receive, the natural thing is to give. If you have been blessed by my church, if you've been blessed by Pastor Tucker, if you receive wisdom and knowledge right right now be a blessing to him it's his anniversary be a blessing to the ministry the greatest thing that the body of christ can do for their pastors is help them accomplish the will of god by by supporting the ministry of god and telling the man of God, I love you and I appreciate you. The Bible says, if you've received from us these spiritual things, then you can render unto us your natural things, your carnal things. So it's always a blessing to be a blessing to the man of God. That's what the Bible says. The Bible teaches don't don't hold the 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 back the the blessing that the man of God has brought to you. It says he is worthy of double honor. That's what the Bible says. So sow a seed into his life. Be a blessing on this anniversary. And if you want to unlock heaven on the earth. Do it by faith and allow God to bless your life. Well, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure to teach and to instruct you to, to, uh, today. And I want you to know this. Your life will be transformed from the inside out. God bless you. We love you. Till next time. At my church, we help people get better by teaching them how the word works. And we want to make sure there is no excuse not to get the word. It's our goal to make all of our ministries accessible on every smartphone, tablet, PC, and television connected to the internet. So whether you're a man who needs some wisdom, a woman who needs some encouragement, or a couple who needs guidance, the My Church channel has just what you need. 
Simply search for the My Church Channel on Roku, Firestick, or Apple TV, or visit MyChurchChannel.org. You can also download the My Church On The Go app from Apple or Google Play App Store. Constantly on the move? Check out the Word At My Church podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Or simply download the Word At My Church skill on your Alexa-enabled device. But whatever you do, make sure to stay connected. See you soon.